0: profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you bring in more revenue with less effort. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today I want to talk about change, and I want you to know how to make change easier for you how to change better, and how to like changing. If you're listening to this podcast, it's likely because you want something that you don't have. And you're aware that in order to get what you want, you need to change some things. But you don't know what to change and in what order. And you might think, I don't like change. I just want things to stay the same. But if change is what's required, then wouldn't it be nice if we could get better at changing and faster at changing and making changes, and wouldn't it be nice if it didn't feel so darn threatening or unnerving or scary or hard to do or mysterious? Wouldn't it be nice if change were easier or no big deal or just the norm for you or that's just what you did? If in your accounting practice you are already overworking and you don't change some things, you can imagine what might happen. What's most likely is if you don't change your thinking or change how you feel or change your actions, if you keep doing what you have always done, you're going to stay on the same linear path. So if you're already overworking and you change nothing, it's only going to get worse. If you're already people-pleasing and you change nothing, the effects of people-pleasing are only going to get worse. If you already say yes to too many things without first checking your capacity, you're going to get overextended, and if you keep saying yes, it's only going to get worse. If you underprice right now and you continue to underprice, the effects of underpricing are only going to get worse. If you think, I don't know how long it's going to take, so I guess I'll just bill by the hour, the effects of hourly billing, which lead to under-earning, are only going to get worse. If you don't plan out your time, if you don't plan out your work, if you allow yourself to get over capacity, overextended, or you allow yourself to get stressed and you stay there, you get into overwhelm and you allow yourself to stay there, or you avoid work and you're procrastinating and you stay there, the effects of those things are only gonna get worse. More clients, more hours, more work, more stress, more hating your business and considering throwing in the towel. So what I have for you in a moment are the seven stages of change. And once you know the seven stages, then you can look at change and think, oh, okay, all I need to do is move through these seven stages. No big deal. I know where I am in the seven stages. But first, let me just give you an example of what this sounds like. So some things that clients change are how they relate to their pricing. And when we first start working together, they think, I undercharge. It's just what I do. And then when we begin to move their pricing up, they think, I feel bad charging that much because it didn't take very long. But over time, they come to appreciate the value they bring to their clients and they learn to trust pricing based off value, even though it feels untethered to them because they like to feel tethered to the hour because that feels more concrete. Over time, they begin to change their thinking from, I feel guilty charging this much because it didn't take me very long to do it. They change to, I'm worth it and this price is totally worth it to the client. They change their thinking, the feeling changes from guilt to trust to confidence, and the action changes from underpricing to pricing well. Then they can reduce their client load, then they have time to work on their systems, and that's how they make the same amount of money in half the time. But change can be uncomfortable for many people. So Let me give you the seven stages of change to make change so much easier because it doesn't have to be this mysterious thing. It can be something that you unpack, you see how it works, and you can observe your progress as you move through the seven stages. So once you know these seven stages, it gets way easier to know where you are in the progression and you know what stage is next. Here are the seven stages and I'll dig into each one. Number one, not aware at all. Number two, aware but powerless to change. Number three, aware but only after the fact. Number four, aware in the moment, but it happens so fast that the person doesn't yet have the skills to change in the moment. Stage five is changing while it's happening. Stage six is seeing it coming and diverting or preempting ahead of time. And stage seven is permanent change, it's just who you are. So stage one, not aware at all. So maybe somebody is a loud talker or they're a worrier or a people pleaser. And they're not aware that they're doing it. Other people know this about them, but they're not aware of it themselves. Stage two is aware, but powerless to change. So people in this stage will say things like, I'm just that way. I've been this way all my life. That's just who I am. They define themselves based on these characteristics or ways of being. And they lack awareness that they have agency over changing it. They think that they're powerless to change. There's nothing they can do about it. It's just who they are. Stage three is aware, but only after the fact. So this person at stage three has come to appreciate that maybe there's something that they can do about it, that they actually have an ability to make a change or do something differently, but they don't yet have awareness to change it during, in the moment. They are just becoming aware that they're doing it. And it's only after they do it that they see that they've done it. So this might be something for, let's just say, a people pleaser is they're not aware of it in the moment, but after the fact, they're like, shoot, why did I say yes to that? What was I thinking? I can't do that, why did I say yes? What was, ah, why did I do that? And they're aware of it after the fact, but they're not aware of it during, right? So they start to see that change could be possible, but they're not yet skilled enough. They don't have enough presence of mind to be able to change it yet in the moment. So the next stage is aware in the moment. This is stage four. It happens so fast, but they don't yet have the skills to slow the moment down and change their habit. They can observe that they're doing it in real time, but they can't see how to not do it. They can't see how to stop it. So I've had this one recently working on my chocolate chip habit because we have a bowl above the microwave. And I can observe my hand in the moment reaching for the cupboard door, grabbing a small handful of chocolate chips. Let's be honest. Sometimes it's a big handful. And I can observe myself in the moment going, oh God, I'm about to eat the chocolate chips. But I feel powerless to change it. I almost feel like a parasite has taken over my brain. So this is stage four. You're aware in the moment, but it happens so fast and you're not yet skilled enough to slow the moment down to change the habit. Stage five is changing it while it's happening, right? You're in the middle of it. You can see it happening. You can feel it happening. You're like, oh God, here it's coming. I'm doing it. Oh God. And how about I divert and I change it? And this is where we start to experience actual change because in the moment we're making different decisions we're catching ourselves we're going oh I'm about to do it how about I not do it how about I make a different decision what's the decision that I told myself that I wanted to make in real time when I I knew I was going to have this experience again oh it was this I need to say this and then you practice it and you change it and that's when you start making change you change it while it's happening so for example if You're somebody who doesn't plan out your time, plan out your week, plan out your workload, plan out your capacity, and you're in the middle of the week and you're like, crap, 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 crap. I'm supposed to be working on these other things and I keep getting pulled off track by these client fires and client questions and quick questions that are never quick. And you can become aware that it's happening in the moment and the moment can be a week long or it can be a day long. And you can say, okay, wait, what do I need to do? How do I need to change this before it's too late, before it's Friday at five o'clock? And you know what your go-to's are, you know what you can push off, and you can say, yes, I can do that, but I can't do it until next week, or whatever your go-to change needs to be, and you can change it while it's happening. Stage six, after you've practiced changing it in the moment for a while, is you get better at seeing it coming right? You can feel the stress coming. You can feel the overwhelm coming. You can feel the desire to procrastinate or avoid. You can feel it coming. You can feel the hurry coming. You can feel the panic coming. You can feel the frenzy coming. And you're like, oh God, it's coming. Here it comes. How about I divert? How about I prevent? How about I stop right now? Let me regroup. Let me not create the result that I'm used to creating. Let me do something different now before I get into my old routine or habit you see it coming and you divert or you preempt and you practice that for a while and you get really good at it and then you get to stage seven, which is permanent change. Your new habit becomes who you are. You're no longer a people pleaser. You're somebody who assesses whether or not you can say yes or no and you answer whether or not you can do it, yes or no. And you don't do it out of people pleasing because you've now practiced enough that you've gotten out of it. Or if you tend to overextend yourself By saying yes to too many things without actually anticipating or measuring how long these things are really going to take in real time, you've become aware of how it presents itself, what it looks like after the fact, what it looks like in the moment. You've practiced changing while it's happening. You see it coming, you divert, you stop doing it, and then it becomes who you are that you no longer routinely overextend yourself. So those seven stages again. Number one, not aware at all. Number two, aware, but believing that you're powerless to change it. Number three, aware, but only after the fact. Number four, aware in the moment, but it happens so fast that you don't change it in the moment. Stage five, aware that it's happening in the moment and change it while it's happening. Stage six, see it coming and prevent it. Stage seven, permanent change. I hope understanding and appreciating the seven stages of change, helps you befriend a change. Because if you wanna go from working 60 hours a week down to 40 hours a week, and then you wanna go from working 40 hours a week down to working 25 hours a week, there's a lot of change in there that you get to make happen. So change is just one piece of the big picture of how I help you bring in more revenue with less effort. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you next time. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down a 40 Hour CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.